You're listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Petrequin, a career change coach and mindset mentor who specializes in holistic career design. If you are sick of your current work and the impact this has on your health and your well-being, you've come to the right place. I went from being an anxious corporate recruitment manager, living for the weekends with negative coping mechanisms, to building my online coaching business and creating my dream life, helping other women overcome self-doubt so they too can follow their purpose, cultivate inner peace and become leaders in their field. If I was able to change careers successfully, then so can you. Let's dive in. Hello, hello everyone. How have you been? How is everything going? Um, we're almost in December now. <laughs> This is literally the last week of December. No, of November, sorry. And, um, and yeah, and very soon it's going to be 2023. Can you imagine? What are your plans for for the summer holidays? I, I hope you guys get to see family and that it's not something that feels like an obligation, that it's happy moments. And if it's always a complicated season for you, well, um, you know, do your best to take care of yourself, to set boundaries and... And yeah, and just not to spend too much time around negative people. That's that's really like the best advice I could give, which really connects well with what we're going to talk about today, um, which is I want to answer the question, are you too sensitive to succeed? Because that's definitely a question that I asked myself at some point. And uh, and it's pretty heavy, <laughs> or it used to feel heavy to ask myself this question um, because it made me feel disempowered. It made me feel like, like in a way, the world was against me and, and I didn't have many chances of, of succeeding just because of the way I was. Um, so if you want a quick answer, You are not too sensitive. <laughs> You're gonna be just fine. <laughs> And actually, um, you you could do even better than people who are not sensitive. But um, but yeah, before we jump into that topic, um, I just want to share with you something that I'm so happy about and so proud of. Uh, so for my best friend who's going to turn 30 in February, so it's very soon, um, I organized a fundraiser and, uh, and she doesn't know about it yet. So I will let you know how her reaction was. I hope she's not listening to my podcast episodes, but I don't think so. Um, and uh, in any case, I, I'm going to let her know in a few days. Yeah, so, so she will find out soon enough. But we have already managed to raise more than a thousand euros for her to be able to come and visit me in Ecuador. And um, yeah, and it's super exciting. And why am I telling you this? First of all, because I realize more and more how much contribution, how much giving to others is so much more gratifying than just spending money on you. Another thing that I've decided to do, by the way, is to uh, gift my husband for his birthday, which is on the 6th of December, some therapy sessions. 
because he's been talking about wanting to go for quite some time uh, to deal with negative habits he has or and and just like trauma with a little tea from the past um, and, um, and yeah and just like topics around self-esteem and I find it wonderful that he wants to improve himself and that he wants to heal and I'm fully going to support him in this and this is why I decided to to invest in therapy for him and get him at least four sessions um, prepaid so that he can embark on this healing journey and experience it and and yeah and get a taste for it but anyways my point with all of this was that yeah giving to others is so beautiful and that's not necessarily something that you need to do through a charity or you know through volunteering yourself like you can really be more conscious about making small efforts every day to um to bring some joy to other people and um and the feeling what you get back from it what you receive from that is is just wonderful so yeah uh let's see how how my friend is going to react but i'm i'm just really happy because this action that I took, you know, it was a simple decision, an idea I had, and I decided I was going to make it happen. And and I talked about it with my other besties who are her besties as well. And they were like, yes, that's great. Let's do it. And and I organized everything. And um, and now we have over a thousand euros saved for her and maybe um until you know i close the the fundraising deadline maybe we'll get even more money for her and uh and it's just it's just really cool how how fast and quick we can make things happen when we believe in ourselves and we believe that it's achievable anyways let's talk about sensitivity <sighs> so just to be clear, what does it mean to be sensitive? So apparently, which is something pretty new to me that I found out a couple of months ago, to be honest, like not, not so long ago, I started reading this book. I think I mentioned this before on the podcast uh, called Highly Sensitive People. And, um, and I realized that I was a highly sensitive person. No, it's called a highly sensitive person. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so I realized that this was totally me and I took the test online and I finally understood and gained a lot of awareness on so many things, so many reasons to why I react in a certain way, to why I don't want to be around certain people at all. Like it's it's really like, you know, I get repulsed by them. Um or or why there's other people I really want to be with all the time <laughs> and and why I cry all the time and all those things so here I'm just going to mention a few signs that you may be um, highly sensitive as well which is by the way not it's not a syndrome or it's not something it's not a disease sorry it's not a disease it's just uh, it's like a trait that you have so it's definitely something that makes you different but it doesn't necessarily mean that 
you're going to have to suffer from it and that it's going to limit you in any way, okay? And I think it's around 20% of the population that is highly sensitive, so you might be one of them. Probably, if you clicked on that episode, is that you probably, <laughs> in some way or another, consciously or subconsciously identified with uh, being sensitive. But um, yeah, here are just very a few signs that you may be a highly sensitive person. So you're very emotional, obviously, like that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Like you're very much connected to your emotions, you know, and, um, and you feel deeply. And you're also very compassionate and generous, whether it's, uh, you know, with your energy, with your time, with your money. You're also sensitive to criticism. So... You know, I think that often that might be one of the reasons that sensitive people don't dare to dream big or to take risks or to become entrepreneurs, for example, because um, the feedback you get, like you're, you have to listen to the feedback you get when, when you're trying to really like tap fully into your potential. And, and if you're sensitive to criticism, that can be really hard. Um, also, you feel different from everyone else and sometimes alone. I can so relate to that. I don't know about you, but I always felt like I, I was different and especially as a little girl. And then later on, I kind of like played this role to be cool at school. <laughs> um, and, you know, I had a lot of friends and, and I was this very positive, extroverted person. But deep down, I feel that I was still I still felt different and I still felt alone to some extent. Um, you're also very sensitive to external stimuli. So that could be like really loud noises or, you know, um, sounds or the light. Um, you know, when it's too bright, it can really affect you. Or I don't know, when something is happening around you, there's violence, anything like you're, you're extra aware of what is going on around you. And, you know, the, the thing with the, the noise, for example, that's a particularly and like also when there's a lot of people around me, I don't feel so comfortable. And um, I remember when I was younger, in my early 20s, I would... I would party a lot and I would go clubbing and stuff like that. And and I would realize that, like now I realize that I didn't like those places. Um, and back then I just forced myself to do it because that's what young people would do. And also it was a way for me to distract myself from, from not being really fulfilled and, and not really knowing where I was going with my life. Um, so yeah, there was this double thing, like wanting to be... Um, accepted and also distracting myself from from negative things, from negative emotions, from the pain that I was feeling deep down. But nonetheless, I always felt like this wasn't the place. Like going, yeah, going to club, going to festival, big concerts. These weren't the places where I felt most comfortable, and I would always prefer to party at someone's house or at my own place. Than, than going to, to this kind of, um, of events or, and venues with too many people. 
Um, another sign that you might be highly sensitive is that you overthink and worry a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and that might keep you awake at night or actually wake you up. That happens to me. Sometimes I, I wake up with, with some anxiety. Um, yeah, you think a lot about the future. You're very intuitive. So sometimes you just guess things kind of out of nowhere. I mean, it's not really out of nowhere, but like you, ha you do have those antennas, you know, but like you, you just guess things. And maybe you could even say that you have a sixth sense. Uh, maybe some particular things have happened to you, like mm, that relate to, I don't know, that are like paranormal. Um, it's, it's possible that you've had those kind of experiences. I've had them as well. And finally, you often feel tired and overwhelmed. And that's obviously a consequence of being too sensitive to like all those those external stimuli and like all the, the things that are happening around you because you're constantly uh, you're like a sponge and you're you're just like taking it all in. So you need to give yourself time and the space to process it. And, and if you don't, you're probably going to burn out and um, and yeah, and we don't want that to happen, obviously. Um, and here I got a definition from from internet. <laughs> um, I didn't write down the reference, I'm so sorry, but like, yeah, so what it means to be sensitive. So here it says that highly sensitive people activate brain areas to a greater extent to interpret in great depth and detail the information of the affective and emotional states of the people around them especially those close to them so so yeah we we really feel deeply not just our own emotions but also the emotions of other people and that's exhausting to be honest um so going back to the question of whether being too sensitive is an issue when you want to be successful um, so here's a little bit about my own experience. I think that for many, many, many years, I repressed this side of me because I wanted to be seen as, well, first of all, cool, but also tough and assertive and, uh, you know, together and strong and polished which are not necessarily adjectives and like personality traits, characteristics, if you may say, that um, are usually connotated with being sensitive, even though they can totally be. But like, I think that society makes um, sensitive people look weak, um, and um, and not able and and maybe a bit lazy or maybe I don't know yeah there's just this idea that sensitive people are not going to to be uh, high achievers so since I was always ambitious um, and I developed from early on you know high achieving mechanisms, coping mechanisms in order to like feel worthy, uh, especially within my family, because I 
I wasn't getting so much attention. Like my, my brother was getting a lot of attention because he was doing very bad at school and my parents were very angry and upset with him. And, and yeah, and he would just get all the attention because of that. It was negative attention, but he would get the attention. So from very early on, I developed a habit of being a high achiever in order to get their attention and their validation. Um, but I know that this also comes from my ambition. And yeah, I, I just had this idea that if I was being too sensitive and showing the sensitive part of me too much to others, I wouldn't be taken seriously. And that might have happened to you as well. Um, so I repressed that a lot. And it's a shame because I forgot about certain things uh, creative things that I would do earlier on in my life um, as a child where I was way more intuitive, where I would trust my intuition more, like journaling, like writing, um, like playing drama, like being, yeah, acting and all those things that I used to do where I could really use my sensitivity and leverage it in a, in a positive way. Um, so... As I grew up and, and when I became an adult, I started feeling even more alone and especially in the context of work. When I entered the job market and I've had like plenty of, you know, various um, work experiences since I was 17. The, the first job I had was uh, selling chocolates in a, in a store in Paris, I remember. No, actually, the first one was babysitter. But the first one where like I, I signed a contract and everything that was like a formal work experience was selling chocolates in a, in a store in Paris. And, um, and I was 17 and then I had a, a few internships and um, and I entered the corporate world, right? And especially after I graduated from my master's degree and I had my first long-term professional contract, like serious shit, <laughs> um, I realized that I, or more than I realized, I told myself that this wasn't going to be for me and that I, I couldn't take it and I was wondering how people around me were doing it. And when I'm talking about doing it, I'm talking about uh, what I mean is going up, in, like getting up in the morning, taking the transport, like commuting and, and showing up at work, you know, and, and sharing like those cubicles with other people and just having to face that every single day from nine to five or actually more like nine to seven and and it was horrible and like for me it was honestly I, I was miserable and when you think about it like in in the facts it wasn't such a terrible situation honestly like the people I was surrounded by weren't terrible people at all if anyone from my old job listening to this like please don't take this wrong. Like this was really because I think I was um, sensitive and it was simply too much for me. And I don't think that working with so many people at the same time and with those conditions um, of having to go to work every day was, uh, was serving me or supporting me. Um, and in that moment, I really felt that being too sensitive was 
was an issue, was, was a problem, and it was, it was not going to allow me to um, reach the levels of ambition that I wanted to reach. But with time and with the various career changes I went through until I finally found my path, my authentic path, where I could be fulfilled, where I could fully express myself and um, felt like I didn't have to play a role, feel like I could have a positive impact in the world doing something I actually enjoy doing. Yeah, until I found that, I always felt that my sensitivity was a problem. So what I want to tell you is, is that it's really about how you leverage your sensitivity and and it's also about well first it's about being in the right place for you in the right kind of environment um being aware of who you are and what suits you and what fits your needs and desires in order for you to like put yourself in an environment in which you'll be able to thrive that's the first thing and when i say environment it's not just fit the physical environment, like the city where you're going to live and um, you know the office that you're going to go to, it's, it's everything. It's the people you're gonna surround yourself with, it's the industry, it's the company you work for and the values they represent. Those things matter even more if you are a sensitive person because you feel so deeply. So if you don't feel connected to your work in a positive way, it's really going to harm you and it's not going to help you be successful, obviously. Um, so yeah, the first thing I would say is like, put yourself in the right environment. And the second thing is know how to leverage your sensitivity because when you know how to leverage it, that's when you can really tap into that potential of yours and actually make your sensitivity your superpower. And, um, and yeah, and just because before we dive into that, how to leverage that sen your sensitivity in order to be even more successful than other people that might, may not be as sensitive as you, um, I just want to remind you that I am going to host a free masterclass this Thursday on the 1st of December. Uh, it's going to be at 9 a.m. Central Time, but a replay will be available. And the masterclass is about how to prepare for your 2023 career breakthrough. Make sure to sign up even if you can't make it live because this is a masterclass that's really nothing like I've ever done before. Um, I'm limiting it to eight spots because I want it to be interactive. I want it to be, yeah, not just informative. I want it to be transformative. And I am going to coach live, present, teach, um, and I'm going to use some techniques that I use with my clients um, that, you know, help you regulate your nervous system and get that boost of motivation that you need in order to make your next career move, okay? So whether you are already on the right path, uh, on your authentic path, you know, like you're already in a career that you enjoy or not and, and you're confused about what to do next and, 
and what would be the right path for you, like this masterclass is for you. It's, it's going to help you anyways. And I'll show you the three steps in order to prepare for your breakthrough and uh, the mindset shifts that need to happen in order for you to um, really feel empowered and finally commit you know, to creating the change that you want to see in uh, your circumstances, your external circumstances. Especially if you're a sensitive person, those mindset shifts are everything. Since you feel even more, it's so important to be, to take over, to take control over what you're thinking on an everyday basis. Your thinking patterns determine your emotional patterns. So, and you know how powerful you can be and how great things you make happen when you feel confident. So please sign up if you want to make changes, if you want to commit to your transformation in your career, in your life next year, okay? Because it's by participating in things like this that you're planting the seeds for positive career development. There's no overnight success. You need to start adopting the right habits now that will help you to change your reality, okay? Um, I will put the link to sign up to the masterclass uh, in the show notes. And uh, again, if you're not going to be able to make it live, you will still, uh, please still uh, sign up so you make sure that you get the replay. Okay, so how can you leverage your sensitivity uh, to become successful? Interesting question. <laughs> and I wish I had known this earlier. Um, okay, so the first thing I want to say here is that we tend to forget that, but the world of work, the world of business, the world of career opportunities um, happen because of people. those worlds are kind of like, an, not an illusion, but like a, a, a construction that we make in our heads because we decided to call this business. We are, us people, at the origin of all those uh, interactions, all those networks, and everything that happens as a consequence of those. And, you know, I think that in an age of increased automation, it's becoming more and more valuable um, to have emotional intelligence, to have that kind of skill. And, you know, like when you are someone who's able to feel others, um, you're also able to make them feel a certain way. And we tend to forget that as well. So where am I going with all, of this, uh, with all of this is that, okay, for your career progression, you're going to have to rely on other people. Other people, other people are the ones who give you access to opportunities. Whether it's directly by giving you a job offer, whether it's by introducing you to other people, whether it's by collaborating with you and sharing their ideas with you, you're going to need other people in order to progress in your career. And when you're a sensitive person, you can feel other people so much more than normal people, which makes you great 
at not manipulating, because I don't want to use that word because the intentions have to be good here, but you're good at making them feel a certain way. And if you want to make them feel good, you definitely will find an intuitive way to do that, to make that happen, to make them feel seen, to make them feel heard, to make them feel appreciated and understood. So keep that in mind, you know, instead of like always over-focusing and overthinking on your goal and how you're going to make it happen and what you're not doing right and what is lacking and blah. Connect with people, with the people that are already around you. Respect those people. Listen to them. Care about them genuinely. And you will see that business will flow as is, it will flow naturally as a consequence of that, of creating those relationships, okay? Um, and that works with, you know, having a better relationship with your boss, having a better relationship with your clients, attracting clients, having a better relationship with your employees, and, and yeah, um, creating a stronger sense of, of cultural union and, and values. Um, it's also going to be something that is, will help you with partnerships. Whatever your aim is right now in your career, there's someone who has to be involved in this. <laughs> there's someone who is going to have to give it to you. So instead of just thinking, having this narrow view on you, 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 your goal and, and you know, like uh, the action steps that you need to take, remember that there's people in front of you. You're dealing with people, with human beings who have emotions like you do. And you're great at connecting at that level. So use that. Use that so that there's trust um, and you can be better liked and, and people will remember you more easily and have this impression of you um, that you are a good person and that they definitely want to either refer you or do business with you or work with you or hire you, sorry, um, or buy from you, you know? Um, so, so that's the first thing. Opportunities come from people. The second thing is that your sensitivity can help you increase your creativity if you put yourself in the right kind of environment, which also includes your routines, uh, the way you manage your time and your energy. You need to be a bit more in tune with those things because since you're so sensitive literally to like um, things that are going on around you you need to find ways that work for you to protect your energy and um, and again yeah, to, to find those moments where you can have more inspiration in your work and when i talk about creativity by the way i'm not just talking about uh, artistic pursuits or or um, it on it doesn't only concern you 
if you are working in our artistic industry. There is creativity in every single job. <laughs> like, you can tell me whatever you like, you can always find creative ways to improve what you're doing. And, um, and here, you know, I could only recommend, obviously, to work with a coach uh, because you're going to have that accountability um, in order to find a rhythm that works for you, uh, creatively speaking, you know, and like find a way that, yeah, like a, a way to work that functions for you, basically. Because honestly, like the typical very male-dominated, testosterone-dominated way of working hard, it's too harsh for sensitive people. And it's not the best way for you to uh, tap into your creativity because you're going to feel a lot of resistance. And to be creative, you need to uh, feel free. That's, that's a good one. Again, in order to be creative, you need to feel free. So you need to find a system w in which you can create more freedom for you. And, and this is why I really recommend to take a holistic approach to your work and how you organize your day. Because whenever like, you know, things start to feel like obligations, then you're gonna fall into that resistance, that emotional resistance again, and overcoming that is, is tough and it's not, it's gonna limit you from accessing that creativity of yours. Another important thing that I mentioned before with, uh, what was it with the signs that you may be sensitive, uh, that it was, what was it that you, ah, you're sensitive to criticism, that was it, yeah. Um, so, for that, I would recommend, and again, still linked to your creativity, because creativity can be also limited by all of our self-doubt and our perfectionism, right? Um, so one thing is to ditch that perfectionism by focusing more on um, progress. You know, knowing, always focusing on the fact that the more you do something, the better you're gonna get at it. It's, it's just like me when I show up to record those podcast episodes, when I show up on my Instagram stories, when I show up on my masterclass, when I coach clients, all of those things were not natural things that came to be. I had to learn to do them. But I think I was never truly bad at them because there were things I enjoyed doing. And instead of focusing on the perfectionism and just letting that completely keep me from starting, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna accept the fact that I'm new at this, I'm a new coach, that was like two years ago, and I'm going to do what seems fun and what I could be enjoying, and I'm just gonna trust that with time I'm gonna get better at it. And that's a great way to be less, um, less sensitive to criticism to have that growth mindset, to know that you always have the ability to learn more and to improve yourself. And then, of course, uh, you know, when I mentioned 
creating a system that works for you. It includes all of those daily habits that you can start adopting, like meditating, like doing strength training, like doing yoga, like journaling, huge one, in order to hold space for yourself and make sure that in your everyday, um, you have this moment of self-connection that is going to give you strength and energy and power and confidence um, that otherwise you may not not feel like it's it's literally like um, you cannot pour from an empty cup and as a highly sensitive person your cup gets empty pretty fast <laughs> um, so it's important to have those daily habits that help you pour more into your cup always Okay, and the third reason that being sensitive is uh, great to becoming successful is that it makes you a great fucking leader. It makes you literally the leader of tomorrow. It makes you the leader who's not just bossing around and telling others what to do and everyone hates them. You're actually the leader who has authority through authenticity and through vulnerability because you know your empathy makes people feel comfortable you know and that links back to the first thing I was saying that business is people and and you know especially when you are looking into becoming a manager maybe you are ready or um, you want to create your own business and have your team um, or you're working on a certain projects and you're you have to lead on that and even when uh, You know, you may be working solo, but sometimes you want to present your work you want to um, Speak up and do some public speaking or things like that or train others. I don't know however that may look like your leadership style is I think so much more powerful when it's authentic and when it's vulnerable. And this is what the world of business cruelly is lacking right now. And it's, again, you know, I think it was very much uh, influenced by this outdated way of doing work that is very, like, masculine, very harsh, very very disconnected from your emotions, except we're human beings, we're not machines, and we cannot, we're always feeling, we're always feeling our emotions. And our emotions determine so much of the results that we bring because our emotions drive our actions. So if we feel like shit, <laughs> And if our leader makes us feel like shit, if our boss makes us feel like shit, which I get all the time, oh my God, from my clients, like they're always complaining about managers who just don't know who, how to manage because they don't have this personal connection, this emotional connection. So going back to you being sensitive, you can be actually a great fucking leader by being, uh, by using your empathy because you make people feel comfortable. And, you know, that's how they're going to improve themselves and make more efforts. 
they might ask you more questions, they might listen to you more, they're not going to be scared of being judged or of making mistakes or they're going to take more risks and them to be more creative in their ideas and the execution of those, of those ideas. So just to sum it up, um, you know, there's power in your vulnerability. And, and success is really just about knowing how to work with it instead of against it. And maybe for so long you've been working against it and this is your permission, this is an invitation for you to finally learn how to leverage your sensitivity, how to make it your superpower. And to sum it up, um, here are the three points I mentioned, the, the three reasons that your sensitivity makes you uh, potentially very successful. The first one is that business is about people. So if you want to be successful in business, you need to be successful with people first. And the best way to be successful with people is to connect with them emotionally and to make them feel understood. So they like you, so they trust you, and so they remember you in a positive light. The second thing is that your sensitivity is a huge source of creativity for you because since you feel more, you can also detect uh, problems others may feel as well easier, uh, put yourself in the shoes of others, and just find new ways and be inspired to create better solutions to problems or improvements to certain products or services in, in ways that maybe others wouldn't. Under the condition that you find a system for you and that you protect your energy and that you have those uh, daily routines in place that really help you you know, be resilient emotionally and create space for that creativity. And the third thing, finally, is that your sensitivity makes you a great leader, makes you someone that people are going to want to listen to and people are going to identify with, people are going to feel motivated by because they're not going to see this like huge barrier or like as if there was a threshold between normal people and successful people. Like, no, when you're a good leader, you're someone who shows others what is possible for them and you empower them. And with the empathy that you have, you have definitely the ability to do that for people. So you are definitely not too sensitive to be successful and uh, and actually you are going to be even more sex successful for being sensitive <laughs> um, if you liked this episode please remember to leave a review it's so important to me i know you guys are listening but I'm not seeing enough reviews and I need reviews for this podcast to continue existing, for me to continue to show up and know that you are feeling inspired what I'm telling you, that you are taking away those teachings. 
and and that you are implementing positive things into your life as a consequence of that. I need to know how I'm impacting you with those podcast episodes. So please leave a review, even if it's just leaving a note, like a grade, um, you know, whether it's two stars, five stars, whatever you want to put on it. But, but it's so important to me to get that feedback. And you see here, I'm not scared of getting uh, feedback. <laughs> I'm not too sensitive for criticism anymore because I've created self-trust, a lot of self-trust. Okay, so um, I'll see you next week. Don't forget about the free masterclass if you want to make big changes in your career and your life next year. Uh, it's, it has to start now. You need to start with your ideas now. You need to start implementing new habits now. And... And yeah, I'll see you next week. And no, hopefully I'll see you on Thursday, actually, during the masterclass. <laughs> Have a fantastic week. And, um, and yeah, and that's it for me. That's it for today. Bye. Thanks for listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Head to the show notes to book your free sales call and learn more about one-on-one -on -one coaching and how I can help you design your dream career and life. You'll also find a link to a free workshop replay on how to become your most authentic and magnetic self. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at yourcoachestelle so we can connect over there. Take care, until next time.